Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about a conversation I overheard. We're going to talk about some statistics, and we are going to talk about how some talking points and rhetoric that is coming out of the right-wing family values crowd is ripping apart right-wing families. Uh, this is one of those stories where the names and locations have been changed to protect the innocent. I'm in a, let's say it's a grocery store, and I'm walking along and I hear this guy, and he is going off about normal right-wing talking points. And he's super mad that there is so much gay stuff in schools. Okay? He doesn't believe it should be there. Now, he doesn't say gay stuff. He uses some terminology that I would not use on this channel, which is kind of why it caught my ear. Because while small towns in the southern United States may not be the most welcoming places on the planet for this community, there are also uh, some things in small towns in the U.S., in the South, that uh, you don't talk about in public loudly. People kind of are polite. They're kind. They watch their language, stuff like that. This wasn't happening. So that's what caught my ear. And I hear him, and I kind of look over at him. He doesn't look at me, but whatever. And uh, I go on about my business. I take two, maybe three steps before something clicks. So here's some statistics for you. According to a recent, recent uh, Gallup poll, 7.1% of adults in the U.S. identify as LGBTQ. I have seen studies that say one in five Gen Z adults identify that way. And in 2017, the CDC did a study that said 8% of high school teens identify that way. So no matter what, no matter how you, you break it down, in every class of 20, there's at least one. There's at least one in every class of 20. So when these policies and these talking points and this rhetoric gets pushed, it's impacting a child in every class, in every school where this stuff gets implemented. And the people who support it, they support it publicly. They talk about it. What if that one student in that class, what if that's your kid's friend? What if that's like their best friend? What if they hang out all the time? What do you think your kid is going to think of you and your rhetoric? Probably going to drive a little bit of a wedge there. They're probably going to lose respect for you. But there's another question. What if that one kid in 20, one kid in each class, what if it's your kid? Oh, you would know, right? Would you, though? If you had that kind of attitude, something that would be displayed publicly, do you really expect your child to tell you? They probably won't. 
They wouldn't because they don't want to deal with the fallout. Imagine missing out on major parts of your child's life simply because you listened to some talking head who doesn't care about you, has never met you, does not care about your kid. But you're willing to throw away your family for them because they told you to be mad. That's something else. And it's what happened to that guy in that grocery store. Because that's what clicked. His son lives uh, a couple counties away with a roommate. I know his roommate. They're, uh, they're pretty close. I am certain that this guy has no clue. Some person he has never met knows more about his kid than he does. He probably thinks the reason the kid doesn't want to have anything to do with him is because of his drinking or whatever. No, it's because he's parroting these bigoted talking points. And when you say stuff like this, you could be talking about your kid's best friend or your kid and not even know it. It seems, uh, it seems like it wouldn't be worth it to destroy your family over some slick graphics and bad talking points. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.